If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best-kept secret, Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer, Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back in. Hour number two, Friday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. I hope all of you are having fantastic starts to your early weekend as you hang out with us. Lots of interesting stories continuing to develop as we will continue uh, to talk with you. we got some great guests coming up in the next couple of hours. Uh, Joseph Latipo, Surgeon General of Florida, scheduled to join us at the top of the third hour about an hour from now. Our friend Alex Berenson at 2.30 uh, East Coast time for the latest on the data surrounding COVID. Uh, we're going to figure out the latest on uh, Ukraine with uh, Yates, uh, who is going to be pretty fantastic. All that's still to come. Well, I want to give some props here. Uh, if you've been paying attention at all to the way that the media has covered a bill in Florida, which is designed to ensure that kindergartners, first graders, second graders, and third graders effectively are not exposed to sex-related uh, education, right? So you're not going to hear about heterosexual sex. You're not going to hear about gay sex. You're not going to hear about transgenderism. You're not going to hear about any of that, which I think most parents think is appropriate for five-year-old to eight-year-old kids, roughly. I've got a first grader. I don't think that he needs to be figuring out uh, how the birds and the bees work in first grade school. I don't think we need to have a deep analysis of uh, heterosexuality versus homosexuality versus transgender, all these different things. To me, as a parent of a public school kid, it seems appropriate that that is not topically accurate for young kids. So this has turned into the way that the mainstream media has covered it, the don't say gay bill. And so you've got all different sorts of politicians running around screaming the word gay, which is supposedly being prohibited from classrooms. Of course, not true. 
It's actually just designed to ensure that kids are learning age-appropriate lessons. So Disney, which is based in many ways in Florida, many of you listening probably have been to Disney World. Certainly a lot of you listening have had your kids watch Disney-related programming. Probably a lot of you are Disney Plus subscribers. All of those things true for me. Disney has a new CEO. His name's Bob Chapek. And so far, he has not been as politically active as Bob Iger, who was the former CEO of Disney and wanted to be the president of the United States. Bob Iger still might run for president of the United States at some point, and he, as a result, embraced many parts of left-wing ideology. For instance, when Jamel Hill, formerly of ESPN, called the president of the United States, Donald Trump, a white supremacist, he didn't do anything, didn't care, probably agreed with her. And Bob Chapek has tried, the new CEO, has tried to stay out of the political fray. But there were so many left-wing activists that were fired up about this bill that finally Disney issued a statement and ripped the state of Florida for passing this new bill. And here's the deal. Lots of people out there who are politicians would avoid this conflict and would pretend that it didn't happen and would let Disney tee off on the people of Florida and would not fire back. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis was not going to stand for that. So yesterday, in an event in Boca Raton, he specifically said, I'm not going to let Disney take shots at us. Listen to this small segment of a couple of minutes of comments that he made on this issue. First graders shouldn't have uh, woke gender ideology imposed in their curriculums. And that is what we're standing for, because we're standing for the kids and we're standing for the parents. Uh, and I can tell you this, there, the chance that I am going to back down from my commitment to students and back down from my commitment to parents' rights yeah. simply because of fraudulent media narratives or pressure from woke corporations, the chances of that are zero. Yeah. That's the way you got to do it, Clay. It so, is. So he's right. He's right on the facts here. But as we know, if you're a conservative and you become someone who's out there, whether it's fighting in public or even just having a debate with someone in your day to day life, being right on the facts isn't enough. You actually have to be willing to take the fight, so to speak, to the other side a little bit. Say, no, I'm sorry. We're not we're not going to live in this fantasy world that you're trying to create. You can't say a bill bans a word or bans conversation that it flatly does not. You can't do that. And I'm not going to let you do that. Ron DeSantis terrifies libs. Whatever one thinks about his future aspirations or not, it doesn't matter because showing a state that is run well and that is attracting people from all over the country by the hundreds of thousands. Just we, we have the equivalent now of people, of Americans, moving to Florida. A lot of people I know moving to Texas. A lot of people I know moving to, moving to I always want to say Nashville, to Tennessee. Yeah. Nashville, too. Um, but this is the, the federalism that we have at work, and Ron DeSantis is always putting on a clinic not only for how to run a state well so that people want to come there. Right? It's not easy to leave where you live. I live in New York City. It's not the most straightforward thing. You might have family, your job, your roots, your town. People are saying, I'm, I'm done. I'm leaving California. I'm leaving New Jersey. I'm, I'm moving down to 
Florida, Texas, and these other states. But beyond that, DeSantis also shows that you have to be firm. You have to be strong when you hold the line against, let's just call it the fake news. I mean, you have to be willing to do that because look what they were able to do in last week, Clay. The entire media apparatus was somehow running around saying the don't say gay bill. I mean, this this would be like if they, you know, they walk around saying, you know, the Biden saves America bill uh, instead of the, you know, big spending bill, the build back better agenda. I mean, they're not they're not supposed to engage in that kind of obvious propaganda. Ron DeSantis throwing a haymaker here. Well, plus it's Disney. And I hate this. I really genuinely hate the idea because I'm talking about taking my kids to Disney World uh, because I like Disney World because kids like Disney World, right? Kids, by and large, enjoy going to amusement parks. I don't enjoy the idea that I have to contemplate whether I want to spend money on something that I know my kids would like because Disney is deciding to embrace this woke apparatus of political agenda. And so what I wish were happening, what I wish were happening is that we were in a situation where Disney would just say, what I wrote my most recent book on, Buck, Republicans Buy Sneakers 2, we're in the business of appealing to kids everywhere. And so we're not going to get drawn in to every single fake political story. But when they do, and they did, I absolutely love that Ron DeSantis came back with a haymaker. Because what, Disney's not leaving Florida. They're not going to relocate. I canceled my my Disney Plus subscription, Clay, because of the Gina Carano thing. The Mandalorian mess. I I love the Mandalorian series. The first season was great. The second season kind of went off the rails a little bit. But the point is, I I had a Disney Plus subscription. Well, my family had a Disney Plus subscription. Let's put it that way. And, and and we canceled it when the Gina Carano thing happened because it was just so... And you hated having to do that, right? That you had to make a choice on politics when you might otherwise like some content, right? It's stupid. The same thing happening in sports where I feel like every day I'm throwing punches in this culture war that we're in. And I just wish they would say, hey, you know what? You like basketball. You can watch basketball. You like football. Yeah. You can watch football. It's not the world we live in right now. I mean, for me, you know, and I, I, we make a lot of jokes about how I'm not a big professional sports fan. I, I, I kind of used to be. Um, I've gotten much less so as I've gotten older. And for me, football is a good enough, a good enough product that, you know, I go, well, I kind of like to watch it sometimes. NBA, I grew up, I mean, my, uh, you know, I, I had an uncle with, with season tickets to the Knicks, so I used to go on a regular basis, Madison Square Garden. I, I know, I know those Knicks players still Back by in name. The Patrick Ewing be. days, you were there. Pa- Patrick Ewing, Trent Tucker, John Starks. I mean, I could go down the whole list. The Bomb Squad, Anthony Mason, uh, 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 uh not Dominique Wilkins, the, uh, bro- Gerald Wilkins. I remember the, I used to see these guys all the time. I went to tons of games. Now it's just the NBA. I was watching. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just done. I'm just not going to do this anymore. And it, and I wish that wasn't the case. And I wish more people, quite honestly, would see this as damaging to their business interests. But, you know, look, I mean, Colin Kaepernick, I was asking you about it before before the uh, the show today. Suddenly he's in the, the best shape of his life, a better QB this now than like he's ever This is like five been. years in a row that Colin Kaepernick's been in the best shape of his life and he wants to play in the uh, NFL. But, Buck, it was just like five months ago that he had a Netflix documentary special where I think we pulled some cuts. I believe we played on the Is it show. I Am Colin? Is that what it was called? I, think. I don't Is even, that right? I, I didn't watch any of it except for the clips that I saw. But he compared the NFL draft to a slave auction. I mean, that was a huge I do remember part. That. Do you remember? I think we played yeah. that on the show. And it shows, like, literally the video 
shows guys. And look, if you're not paying attention, the NFL Combine just happened. Everybody walks around in you know basically underwear. They you, you height, your weight, your arm length, like basically every single thing about you. They analyze in an effort to determine whether or not to pay you millions of dollars to play football. And uh, so Colin Kaepernick, in his documentary that Netflix, Netflix theoretically paid millions of dollars to him for, they take those guys walking around uh, shirtless, getting measured, and turn it into a slave auction. So they move from, you're an NFL head coach looking at the different possible guys that you're going to pay millions of dollars to, to you're at a slave auction and you're bidding on slaves yeah. standing on a stage. Com- comparing to people who are dehumanized and treated as property yes. and threatened with the constant possibility of extreme physical abuse and death to multimillionaire celebrities who everybody wants to be like and be near and have them sign. That is making the voluntary choice to play football. Completely right? they, insane. Yes. I mean, it is it is about as you know, you're, you're picking the, the most you're picking being among the most privileged and and blessed people in the you know freest best country in the world right now and comparing it to a a, a situation of human beings being treated as property as as subhuman and completely and what's insane wi- what's wild about it in addition to the insanity is buck he's now trying to become a slave again right i mean so he has gone from saying the nfl treats everybody like slaves you are effectively a slave to begging and training for the opportunity to be a slave again. So what is it? I can't even keep up with him. Are athletes still slaves? Or is it an aspirational goal to be a NFL player? Like, the answer is it's the second. But he's not even intelligent enough to have been able to put forward a consistent position on this. And just circling back to the corporate wokeness thing for a second, NFL, obviously, this counts as well there. But with when you're talking about Disney, here's the problem we have to face. The woke left is mobilized and activated and makes demands and puts pressure on these places all the time. I think conservatives, just by nature of how we view the world and, you know, we have a more individual and liberty and live and let live attitude to things, are less likely to do this stuff. But we we if we allow this to continue, they continue to dominate corporate America is what ends up happening. Well, they get their way. And so this is why I say, you know, we either do something about it or we just keep complaining about it. Well, I think what you have to do at a minimum is show that there's consequences for taking statements and making statements like these. And That's a lot I mean. of Republicans just pretend it doesn't exist. Politicians. I like the fact that Ron DeSantis fired back because you need to know that this is not a situation where you can just bow down and genuflect at the altar of the woke. And there's not going to be consequences on the other side when you do that. And I appreciate DeSantis throwing punches. This is like when Amazon Web Services kicked Parler, the free speech uh, social media platform, off of effectively de-interneted it. I knew so many people were like, that's horrible. I was like, but I love getting those Amazon packages. It's like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, right. They know that. And that is why they can do that, because they know that you're not going to you're not going to stop. So we'll come back into some of this. We've also got our friend Steve Yates joining a bottom of the hour to talk about Where is this going in Ukraine? Because the whole thing feels like it is just becoming a much bigger, uh, a much bigger conflict. Escalation is happening with each passing day. We'll get into that with you in a moment. If you're in physical pain today as a result of overexertion, too much exercise or worse, just plain getting old and paying the price. Well, friends, there's a solution you need to hear about. It's relief factor. This is the 100 percent drug free solution to reducing the pain you're experiencing. Hip, knee, back, hands, feet, you name it. 
all these areas of your body that feel the effects of inflammation, and that is the root cause of everyday pain. Our friends at Relief Factor have developed a three-week quick start pack. You take Relief Factor three times a day at breakfast, lunch, and dinner for three weeks, and you'll know if it works for you or not. It's a $20 investment and three weeks of your time. Hundreds of thousands of people have tried, and about 70% of them go on to order more. Those are amazing odds. Relief Factor works for 7 out of 10 people who try it. So are you going to be one of those 7 who will live their life in less pain? Created by doctors and perfected over 15 years of scientific research, Relief Factor is a 100% drug-free product that was made for you. Join the more than half a million people and order the three-week quick start for only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. To get the 1995 three-week quick start developed for you, go to relieffactor.com or call 800, the number four, Relief, Relief Factor. Feel the difference. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons, One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance alone isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another health care provider. That's HealthLock.com. 
Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We are joined now by former Bush National Security Administration official Steve Yates. Uh, appreciate him joining us right now to talk about the latest in Ukraine. Steve, I know it's been probably a crazy couple of weeks for you trying to keep tabs on everything that's going on, talking to everyone that you know. What would you say has surprised you? A couple of part question here to start with what surprised you the most and where do you think we are headed from here well thanks clay i I think what has surprised me the most is really what was has been breaking in the last couple of days with this uh effort to tie some biological labs in ukraine to a uh kind of a a rock-style pitch to the U.N. by now Russia, probably backed by China, suggesting this was preemptive self-defense on the part of Russia. I have to admit, I did not see that kind of a thing coming when this broke out. And I think a close second of that is the resiliency of the Ukrainian people. I knew that there would be uh, resistance, uh, but I'm frankly impressed, largely being left uh, alone by the international community, of them being able to grind this out against Russia, uh, that, I think, has been a pleasant surprise. Hey, Steve, it's Buck. Um, there's obviously been a lot of back and forth last couple of days over the possible provision of fighter of MiG fighter planes of Polish origin through Germany via the U.S. to Ukraine. So essentially, they're handing us planes. They would get new planes from us as part of the initial pitch, And the older planes they have would go to the Ukrainians to fight. That has been scuttled for now by the Biden administration. How do you analyze and assess that? I mean, is it a provocation? Is it a good idea? Would it change much in this battle? What do you make of it? Well, I think there's been some terrible fumbling by the Biden administration in terms of handling an ally like Poland in this. In general, I think it's a good principle to help others help themselves. I think that's what the United States should be doing with Europe without our being the front of it. It's what other Europeans should be doing for the Ukrainians right now. And so if the people of Poland want to provide material assistance, The United States shouldn't say no, and it shouldn't really be seen as a provocation any more than, say, Putin invading a neighboring sovereign country is. Uh, I don't think it was really that much of a status quo breaker, uh, and I thought it was really, really awkward for Team Biden to kind of say uh, you can't or maybe you can and then sort of pull it right back. It was just terrible all the way around. Would the planes make a difference, though, Stephen? I do think the planes would make a difference. I think the Ukrainians need all the material they can get at this point. Number one, to give them confidence to keep going with their resistance. Number two, maybe that would have the potential to change Putin's calculus. If he sees that Europe is serious about protecting Europe, then fundamentally that gets at what's at the heart of this, which is Russia's uh, relationship with Europe and Europe's response to both the energy dependency and the security problem. Steve, how long does this go on? Right. I mean, we have what appears to be almost a siege like situation going on with Kiev as they are slowly encircling the city to strangle it down. It seems the Russians. Is this something that we're sitting right now in March, in April, May and June? This is still going on or based on what you are seeing, is there going to be a resolution sooner than that? Well, well, sadly, we're really in seventh and eighth year of a war already. And so we're just catching one act of this this drama at this point. This current version of it, I think, 
uh, could break a number of different ways. Every once in a while, Vladimir Putin suggests he's looking for a way to kind of consolidate his gains and sort of sue for some semblance of peace. Uh, but Ukrainians need some kind of security guarantee that is not coming from NATO, is not coming from the United States. And so absent that, I think they keep grinding this out for a long time, which I think is very upsetting to a lot of people, rightly so. But I just don't see a way around that unless something really breaks. Speaking of Steve Yates, former deputy national security advisor to Vice President Dick Cheney and also uh, founder of the America First in, uh, Policy Institute. Steve, the Putin goal here, is it strangle Kiev? take half the country and make it part of the Russian Federation after negotiations with a beaten down Zelensky government, seize the whole country and then suppress any insurgency. What do you think? What do you think Putin's endgame is? My my going in proposition was that he was just seeking to knock the legs out from under the current government and, and install a puppet and would be happy having a friendly and reliable sphere of influence at his buffer. I think that calculus has changed by getting bloodied through this. Uh, and I think he's now trying to push for more maximalist options of actually controlling uh, Ukraine, all of its territory outright. Uh, the only real question is whether enough of a deterrent can be put in place and whether sanctions actually bite, which I don't think they're strategically biting sufficiently yet uh, to change his calculus to just accept where he has taken territory and call it a day. Do you think, Steve, that Putin would be willing to use tactical nukes based on what we are seeing so far? Or do you think the threat is more uh, bark than it is bite? How do we analyze his perspective here, given that many of his decisions seem to have surprised the so-called experts so far? Well, I think that's the real challenge in it, that, that everything has been a surprise to the intelligence set so far. And uh, I think that there's no question that he is willing to do things. I mean, he's been willing to assassinate and poison foreign leaders. He's been willing to spread all kinds of noxious things in the system. And he has, of course, collaborating with the People's Republic of China, which unleashed a toxic virus out into the world for two years. So I don't think we can count on their sense of humanity or restraint. Uh, there's been talk of tactical nuclear weapons for openly for a couple of weeks now. I'd like to believe that wouldn't happen, but I think we have to be very, very prepared for all outcomes at this point. Stephen, what would you advise the Biden administration to do right now if you were back in the kind of role you were under the Bush administration? Number one, first, do no harm. Let others who want to help the Ukrainians the way they choose go for and go forward and do it. Number two, I think, you know, find a way to press the Europeans to go much further, much faster on realigning their dependency relationships and in their defense capabilities, because America has big challenges in other parts of the world, too. It cannot ca afford to carry Europe's weight when Europe can afford to carry it itself. Outstanding stuff. Where do you see us? I guess last question. I know predicting is so incredibly difficult to do. But if you are, based on looking at all the data right now, trying to analyze it, where are we going from here over the next couple of weeks? Well, with regard to Russia-Ukraine, I think we're pushing toward a moment of possible decision about is a deal to be had and are serious leaders going to come to the table and try to impose one that gives the Ukrainians some real sense of security and gets uh, Moscow its guarantees that it seeks. 
That's an ugly deal, one no one really wants, but that might be the only way that this military conflict takes at least a pause. Otherwise, we're grinding ahead with what we have seen, and the people of Ukraine will continue to pay a dear price. Stephen Yates, thank you for giving us the time uh, and uh, breaking down all the latest situation in Ukraine with us. My pleasure. Thank you. Are you with the right cell phone carrier these days, one that's offering superior service you can rely on 24-7 and providing that service the most competitive price? That's Pure Talk, a company that offers cell phone service on the exact same towers and the exact same networks as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but at a fraction of their price. How can Pure Talk make such an offer because they don't have retail stores, stadium sponsorships, or big overhead costs? Pure Talk shares their savings with you, keeping your same phone and phone number for $30 a month. You get unlimited talk, text, 6 gigs of data at a low price plan, plus unlimited data. Did I mention that? It is an incredible opportunity. From your cell phone, how do you sign up? Dial pound 250, say Pure Talk, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Welcome into the third hour of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show. We are now joined by the Surgeon General of the state of Florida, Dr. Joseph Latipo. Doctor, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me on. So Florida, this was the story just a couple of days ago, will be the first state to officially recommend against the COVID-19 vaccines for healthy children. Dr. Latipo, tell us why, how you came to this conclusion, and what you've seen in response from the medical community. Yeah, you know, this is one that um, all of our grandmothers can understand. I mean, it's very simple. We're faced in, in reaction as we've been, you know, basically tantrums and people um, just kind of unhappy with what we said, but not putting much thought into the reason why we said it. I mean, it's very simple. You know, you have, um, we have a country where we almost, most healthy children have already had COVID-19. They have immunity. There's no data that says that these kids benefit from the vaccines. So you have a population that's already low risk they're even, I mean, they're stupendously low risk if they've already had COVID-19. So you're, you're basically committing them to risk with no evidence of benefit. And for what? For, and for what reason? Because everyone's got to get the shot? No thanks. You know, that's not, that's not how you make good decisions. You think about, you know, the people that, you're, that your decisions affect. Dr. Latipo, this is Clay Travis. Appreciate you joining us uh, and the work that you're doing as Surgeon General down in Florida so I've got a 14-year-old, an 11-year-old, and a 7-year-old. I looked at all the data. I think they probably have had COVID since my wife and I have both had it. Uh, but the data doesn't reflect that, that they should get it based on what I have done, my own research, and based on the doctors that I've talked to. I believe you have children yeah. as well. One of the reasons why I like to not only get the opinion of officials in their official capacity, you're also a parent. I'm assuming you're making the same choice for your kids as you would be advising other people. Uh, I think that's significant because a lot of people don't trust you unless you say, hey, I've got kids too, and I'm telling them to do the same thing because there is an innate understanding that every parent out there is looking out for their kids the best. So I'm curious, uh, right. I believe you have young kids as well. What are you doing yeah. with those kids, and, and, and how would you consider this not only as a doctor but also as a parent? 
Oh yeah. Well, Hey, we're, we're in a similar club. Your kids are a little older. I've got three wonderful boys, eight, five, and three years old for all the money in the world. I would never give them one of these vaccines. I mean, I think it's even, it's just silly. I mean, I'm sure they've had it. My kids have been out and about since the beginning of the pandemic in the spring of 2020. And, you know, and while, you know, limited benefit or no benefit, basically unknown benefit is, is one part of the equation. The other part of the equation is the risk. And people like to pretend like we know everything there is to know. That's a flat lie. We will continue to learn things about the safety of these vaccines just as we have over the past several months. And, you know, unfortunately, so many scientists and doctors are pretending that what's happening really is that they've decided their position and their position is that every kid should get this. And then they just sort of pick and choose which, you know, which data points they want to use to support that. And it's completely ridiculous. You know, so all the money in the world, I'd never, I would never give some new product to my kids, particularly when they're incredibly low risk and almost certainly wouldn't benefit well, I appreciate you telling us that, and I'm curious. I know that you were at UCLA when all of this began. I believe so, based on what I have been reading, and that the way that California was shutting down was very frustrating to you and your wife in terms of having those three young boys and wanting them to be able to be out and about running around. They got a lot of energy, as anybody who's had three young kids knows. What has your experience been, not only as a doctor, but just as a parent moving from California to now live in Florida? Oh, it's been, I mean, it's been fantastic. You know, we had our, you know, the school shut down in LA. And so we had our kids home. We did the best we could with the uh, remote learning, which was, you know, really it hurt the, it hurt the poor kids the most. So it hurt the black kids and and kids who were Hispanic and, and they did it willfully, you know, and they, they kept the schools shut. We did the best we could for our kids when the next school year started and they said, okay, the kids can come back, but we're going to test you, you know, twice a week and force you to wear a mask. My wife and I were like, not in this, you know, not in this universe. So we, we didn't, we didn't re-enroll them. And, um, you know, fortunately we were just starting with kind of a homeschool with some like-minded parents. And uh, fortunately, that's when that's when I got the call from the governor's office. So, um, so you know, it's been great here. They go to school, they have fun, they get to be kids. They're not worried about something they don't need to be worried about. Um, and they're happy, friends, you know, sports, um, how kids should be, not this ridiculous, you know, sort of prison system school, you know, testing, mask, and stay away from other kids that you know that that some people in the country are trying to normalize. Speaking of Dr. Joseph Latipo, the Surgeon General of the State of Florida, Dr. Latipo, you guys did not have a mask mandate in schools uh, over the last year or so, um, or certainly this this past school year, I should say. Uh, what can you tell us in terms of the data on this? Because this is still, I just saw another study, I think it was yesterday, that's in preprint, that's claiming that masks reduce cases something like 75%. Then when you actually look at the study, it's, well, it didn't reduce cases, but it, they, they said it based on modeling reduced secondary cases, which how they get that, well, it's a computer model. You can't question it. What data do you have to answer the question definitively whether mask mandates in schools are an effective protective measure or not? Well, basically, there's none. 
so, you know, in terms of the highest quality evidence we have about mask use, you look at the randomized clinical trials and even the ones that have been done during the pandemic. And basically, they either find no benefit or a very small benefit. And none of the randomized clinical trials that have been done during the pandemic have found any benefit, zero, nothing in young people. So it's, 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 um, it's just, it's really a belief system in terms of the, um, the mask mandates in schools. And I'll tell you, I mean, one of the studies that the CDC touted as supporting it basically was taken down by the Atlantic, which, you know, is a left-leaning, um, is a left-leaning outlet. Just so many holes in the study, so many data errors, methodological errors, statements that were essentially false in the in the study, poor control groups. I mean, it's it really is sort of this. I don't know. It's like this uh, crusade, and it's just not founded in data. We're talking to Dr. Joseph Latipo. He's the Surgeon General of the State of Florida. I'm curious medically. Not, not your just opinion as a, as a logical human being, but medically. State of the Union address, Joe Biden and virtually every member of Congress, senator or congressman, almost none of them are wearing masks. And yet the Biden administration came out yesterday and told us we have at least 30 more days of needing to wear masks on airplanes and in airports. Is there any medical basis at all to explain why it's safe for everyone to not have masks at the State of the Union, but it's unsafe for us to be not wearing masks on airplanes? <laughs> well, let's just say you can add it to the long list of things that make no sense, but uh, public health leaders and political leaders have insisted needed to be done. You know, whether it's like, you sit down and you eat. You can take your mask off, but you walk to the restaurant, walk to the uh, the bathroom in the restaurant. You put it back on. I mean, it's just a lot of nonsense. And you know, a lot of Americans, I think, have, are are have woken up to that. And I just, I hope everyone does. I mean, this is it's just been a complete sham. These um, uh, measures that have been taken without really any substantial basis and evidence. And people have had two years. You know, I mean, roll out the good evidence if you've got it. If not, please stop advocating for these, you know, these burdensome policies. Dr. Latipo, do you have a lot of physicians that you know personally or, or just, you know, through the professional uh, professional world that come to you and say, I've kind of known all along that this Fauciite madness was anti-scientific crap, but I was too scared to say anything. I thought they'd come after my license. I mean, are you coming across a lot of doctors who are saying now, I was wrong. I should have agreed with you. I'm just wondering, like within the medical community, some of us have been wondering why there are so few doctors who are willing to speak out about what is so plainly obvious now and has been for a long time. Yeah, it's a it's a good old uh, uh, cancellation theater. You know, docs, you know, if you're not independently wealthy, you depend on your medical practice to, um, you know, to provide an income from your family. Well, when CNN and NBC and CBS and, and the uh, dean of your, you know, medical school and whatever other health leaders are saying, like, you know, you got to wear the mask and you got to do this and got to do that, um, even when the evidence doesn't support it, you know, people want to people want to uh, want to be able to put food on the table, pay for the mortgage and, you know, and uh, avoid the, you know, being called mean names by journalists. So. I mean, I think that's that's the main that's the main reason. 
Um, you know, for, for me, it was not enough. I mean, it just, so many things were so wrong and the stakes were so high. And I, I go back to the kids and these, these, uh, lockdowns and keeping them out of school. I mean, that's going to reverberate for decades. And we knew that was no mystery. I mean, what do you expect? This is, that's what happens when you cut people, children off from a, a, a critical part of their development and their safety and their security. Um, so I think, you know, the cancellation theater is, is, uh, has been quite powerful in silencing doctors who, who know that the things that we're doing don't make sense. It's interesting, Dr. Latipo, and we appreciate the time you're giving us. We know how busy you are. You laughed when I asked the question about the state of the union, nobody wears masks, and then bringing it back for airplanes. It is so ridiculous, I think, to the vast majority of people who are listening to us right now, millions of people all over the country. But how do we end the mask mandate, right? Because Buck and Mind's concern, and I'm sure this is something you worry about too, is even the places that are dialing back use of masks now are saying that they're able to do it, but they could bring them back. Remember, they took them away from us and said, you don't have to wear masks in May of last yeah. year. And then they brought them back throughout the rest of the summer and the fall. How do we end this once and for all? You know, that's the thing that's on my mind. I think that's something that's on Governor DeSantis's mind also. And my hope is that we can provide enough education to people so that they just stop participating in this silly, these silly, silly games. It's, it's, it's completely ridiculous. It's ludicrous. You know, and um, I just, you know, if we don't participate, there's there's nothing that can be done. And that's what should happen because the evidence just isn't there. Dr. Joseph Latipo, Secretary, uh, Surgeon General, pardon me, Surgeon General for the state of Florida. Sir, thanks so much for being with us. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks. Guys. Online identity thieves are the men and women hiding behind keyboards that find a way to steal your online data. The good ones are brilliant at stealing large company databases that contain your information. Enough information they can open their own accounts in your name using your credit to make money off of it. Many of them work offshore in another country and are beyond the arm of the law's reach. It makes you the one responsible for protecting, for protecting your own online identity. But you can do that with LifeLock, the leaders in online identity theft protection. Once you sign up with them, LifeLock systems immediately go to work scanning the internet for any evidence that your information is being used illegally. And they don't do that just once. They do it 24-7. LifeLock helps detect a wide range of identity threats. When they see it happening, they're in touch with you so that you can confirm there's a problem or not. If there is, you have access to LifeLock restoration specialists who will help you fix the problem. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses. But you can help protect what's yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now and save up to 25% off your first year by using promo code BUCK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Or go online to lifelock.com and use promo code BUCK for up to 25% off. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation, and three, historically, gold increases in value over time. 
You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you, though? For $20 a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my cell phone company, Pure Talk. You'll get the same quality of service as AT&T, Verizon, or T-Mobile, but for half the cost, the average size family saves almost $1,000 a year, all with no contracts and no activation fees. You can keep your cell phone number and your phone or get great deals on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. Choose a wireless company who shares our values, who supports our military and veterans, creates American jobs, and refuses to advertise on fake news networks. Go to puretalk.com buck to switch today so you can actually afford that burger and fries. That's puretalk.com buck. Welcome, everybody, into the Friday edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Thanks so much for rolling with us. Lines are open, so if you want to call in and chat with us, 800-282-2882. You know that phone number. And you had President Biden address the country, address the the world this morning uh, on the issue of Ukraine, revoking most favored nation status with Russia. We're going to dive into all of the latest on Ukraine later on in this hour. Uh, we're going to have a conversation with our friend Stephen Yates, former Deputy National Security Advisor to uh, Vic, uh, Dick Cheney, Vice President Cheney, under the Bush administration. Uh, we're going to talk to him a bit about this issue. And then later on, third hour, as we have promised you all along, part of our mission here is we're not going to allow this pretend that COVID mandates and lockdowns and mask policies didn't happen thing that the Democrats seem to be trying right now. We're not just going to walk away from this. There's still things happening. Uh, there's still data to crunch. There's still numbers to look at. And we will certainly 
be doing all of that with you in the third hour with Alex Berenson joining us and Dr. Joseph Latipo, the Surgeon General for the state of Florida. So a lot of COVID deep dive coming your way in the and it's really mandate and lockdown deep dive coming your way in the third hour. So get ready for that. We have the end, it seems, of a long running saga, though, that Clay and I wanted to address with you for a moment here. The Jussie Smollett case has finally come to a judicial conclusion. Jussie Smollett's going to spend over 100 days in prison. We are going to take a look at whether that's a fair sentence or not, just in momentarily. But here is what, remember this, Jussie Smollett, the guys yelled, this is MAGA country, and they poured bleach on him and put a noose around his neck, and then he walked home with the noose still on because he was getting a sandwich on the streets of Chicago at 2 o'clock in the morning in the middle of winter. It was like 30 degrees outside, and two guys wearing MAGA hats or yelling, this is MAGA country or whatever. He made it up, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, and, and the Democrats, including Kamala Harris and Joe Biden themselves, freaked out about this. National news story, big deal. Here is the judge saying, yeah, you're a liar and you're going to prison. I'm fashioning the following sentence, and here's your sentence. I'm sentencing you to 30 months felony probation, and the probation is going to be to this court. You're going to be allowed to travel wherever you want. You do not have to live in the state of Illinois. You can report by phone. I know that uh, if you're going to try to make a living and do some of the things you do, you may have to go to uh, other uh, places, New York and Los Angeles. You can do those things. You will pay restitution to the city of Chicago in the amount of $120,106. You are fined $25,000, which is the maximum fine. And you will spend the first 150 days of your sentence in the Cook County Jail. And that will start today, right here, right now. Clay, is this justice? No. I Look, I am glad that the judge put him in jail for at least 150 days. Five months, whatever the math is there, six months, depending on how exactly you classify it. But I wanted, if you remember, we talked about this, I wanted him to get years in prison. And that would have been in a very aggressive sentence. But I believe what he did... The way that he preyed upon American media's obsession with race and victimization of race and the degree to which he created further division at a time of great division in this country, the consequences should have been more significant than they were. I do appreciate the fact that he's going to have to go to Cook County Jail. I think leading him out effectively in handcuffs was uh, significant, and even hearing Jesse Smollett, he tried to throw up, did you see the black power fist as he walked out? Listen to Jesse, who immediately says, I'm not suicidal, I'm not suicidal, which, by the way, sounds super strange because it sounds like something someone would say if they were not mentally stable. Listen to this. I'm not suicidal. Okay? I am not suicidal. I am innocent, and I am not suicidal. If I did this, then it means that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 years and the fears of the LGBTQ community. Your Honor, I respect you and I respect the jury, but I did not do this. And I am not suicidal. And if anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself. And you must all know that. Clay, can I just, is it more offensive that he's claiming to be a civil rights hero or that he's still saying he didn't do it? I'm just, well, like, which one to you is more mind-blowing? 
I well, both of them are equal parts offensive. And if I were a judge on some level, when he started to say I didn't do it, I would say, well, you are still not taking responsibility for the consequences of your actions. So upon further reflection, I am going to double your sentence and you are now going to spend a full year in prison. Like I wish because look, part of deciding what the penalty is, is analyzing whether there is in any way some degree of acknowledgement of wrongdoing, right? Whether there is a form of remorse, whether you are apologizing for your actions and acknowledging them. And when Jesse Smollett is still saying, I didn't do this, uh, he is lying. He is delusional. And the fact that he throws up the black power fist as he walks out as if he is some sort of martyr makes me want to put him in prison for longer. And look, the other thing I would say here, Buck, and I, and I think this is super significant, we hear all the time about how big tech is trying to make sure that the truth is out there. You know what's going on right now? Kamala Harris tweeted this, and I think it's important to it constantly, because this ties in with what Jesse Smollett was doing. He wasn't crazy in the way that he diagnosed and recognized that if he were the victim of a, a crime like this, it would be the best thing that ever happened to his career. And what I would tell everybody out there is be skeptical whenever something you don't control happens to you and it's the greatest thing that could ever happen to you, right? Uh, the best thing that could ever happen to Jesse Smollett's career was that he was a victim of an attempted uh, assault like this because it makes him a victim. It makes him more well-known. And here's what Kamala Harris said, Buck. Jesse Smollett is one of the kindest, most gentle human beings I know. I'm praying for his quick recovery. These are still up, these tweets, Buck. This is Kamala. This was an attempted modern-day lynching. No one should have to fear for their life because of their sexuality or the color of their skin. We must confront this hate. No acknowledgement. Buck, you and I uh, are, are getting tagged all the time. Anytime we say masks don't work, Twitter police immediately show up and try to give greater characterization of that. That's still up. There's no note on it about how it's not true. Joe Biden tweeted, what happened today to Jussie Smollett must never be tolerated in this country. We must stand up. To, we must stand up and demand we no longer give this hate safe harbor that homophobia and racism have no place on our streets or in our hearts. We are with you, Jussie. Can, can, Clay, these are still up. They're still up and there's a reason for it. The price that you have to be willing to pay for wokeness is looking like a fool. That's actually part of the obedience that is demanded of the woke. Perfect example. Men can get pregnant. You have to say that. You sound like a moron when you say it, right? But if you're going to be woke, you got to say men can get pregnant. And with Jussie, it didn't matter to the people who said it that it was all a lie. They were expected to say it in the moment, and they did. The leftist hive mind doesn't care about what's true. By the way, same with masking and all these other things we talk about. You are expected to be a part of the collective. You are expected to say what you're supposed to say in the moment. And no one, therefore, afterwards on the left will fault you for it because, yeah, that was you. It's almost like Biden and Kamala are under orders. There is an identity politics narrative here. There's an opportunity to bash. What was this really about? Trump. Donald Trump. All the Trump's white America. nationalism. Yes. Yeah, all, all the stuff that they had, all the media had been, oh, here's the perfect case study of Trump's 
white nationalism and, and the destruction of the country it's created. The fact that it was a lie doesn't matter at all. The only problem from the perspective of Biden and Harris is that it was so sloppy that anybody with an IQ above that of a toaster not only knows now, Clay, but really knew pretty much right away. I mean, I understand you never want to be caught in that one outlier of like, I guess this happened thing. But I mean, I, I go I've gone back uh, and looked at my record on this one. First week of the Jussie Smollett case. I'm like, this guy's lying. <laughs> like It was so obvious. I know you saw it as lying, too. And do, do any of the blue checks who got it wrong feel embarrassed? No, not at all. They did their part. Not only do they not feel embarrassed, they're not even taking down clearly inaccurate tweets. But all these social media sites that claim to care about misinformation and disinformation, they don't even append an acknowledgement. Hey, by the way, this was a total lie. Like, I would be shamed into taking down the tweet if I believe if I were Kamala or Joe Biden. I also wouldn't anticipate that, that, that this is true the moment you hear it. And again, I would just say this for everybody. Anytime a story like this happens and you go back and you're like, man, would being a victim of a crime like this be the greatest thing that could happen to anybody's career? If the answer is yes, then we should be skeptical that it happened. I'll give you an example, Buck. If you came in uh, and, and you were like, hey, I mean, well, let's take it a, out. A I'll bunch of out. soy latte drinkers <laughs> who have Chris Hayes T-shirts on just happened to try to try to, you know, slap fight me in front of the radio studio. You know, you would know right well, away. I, would, I was just going to say, take it outside of the world of like race, race crimes and hoaxes and everything else. If your buddy who uh, usually had trouble picking up girls. If uh, if he uh, came to you and he said, hey, you're never going to believe what happened to me last night. I was just out at our normal bar. It was Tuesday night. And, uh, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow walked in or whoever you want to be, you know, like is hot, you know, that your buddy may like. OK, who's the hottest girl you can think of right now? Uh, I don't even know. Like, confirm it used to nor be, deny, but not, it Paltrow's used to not be, on the list. It used to be there were Maxim girls or Sports Illustrated swimsuit cover girls. Now there's like a billion of them on Instagram. And so I can't even keep up with, you know, like Pamela Anderson, if you're around my age, people will be like, oh, Pamela Anderson, incredibly attractive. Denise Richards back in the day. Like, I feel like there are so many Instagram models now that it's even hard to keep up with who the famous ones are. So give me a give me a widely renowned, incredibly good looking woman. It doesn't it's matter. Hard, right. Just just go with the story. Yeah. yeah. So, so and he said and this and she hooked up with me. She came over to me. She was like, hey, let me buy a beer. Hey, do you guys, do you want to go? Do you want to hang out? Do you want to come back to my place? You would say, you know what? Whatever your buddy's name is, I don't think I buy this story, right? It, 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 maybe it's possible that supermodels show up at this random bar that you who usually have trouble picking up any girls suddenly get picked up by this girl who's super famous and everybody wants to be with, and you guys went back to her place. Like, you wouldn't believe it. Right, that would be the best thing that could ever happen to that guy, whoever the girl is that he's in love with. Um, why would you believe Jussie Smollett when, for his life, that's the best thing that could ever happen to him? And so, be skeptical, and you would be skeptical, and I would be skeptical of your buddy who's trying to tell you this story. And by the way, it might happen one in a million times that something like this could occur, could and I, you would still never believe could it. Can I just throw out there too, Clay, on the skepticism point here? Jussie Smollett 
it, from what he said, his imaginary attackers, and as we know, it was actually the two Nigerian brothers, yes. and it was all staged. But they the imaginary, had a relationship with sexually, the, which is the, even crazier. The, the imaginary MAGA supporters he talked about, it's as though Jussie Smollett had never met a Trump voter. Yes. Because there is not a Trump voter in the entirety of the United States of America who on the streets of Chicago at 2 o'clock in the morning or 1 o'clock in the morning would yell, this is MAGA country. Well, <laughs> that was how the, about know who Jesse Smollett is and know what his sexuality is? Like, how many Donald Trump supporters watch Empire, know who Jesse Smollett is, and then on top of that, know what his sexuality is? Like, I didn't even know who Jesse Smollett was. I don't watch Empire. I can't imagine. There's like four people who voted for Donald Trump and even fit that, like, if you kept doing the Venn diagram. This even... They were wandering around the streets of Chicago yes. with a noose, yes. allegedly, just like trying on to the find coldest, Jesse. It's the coldest night of the year, I think, in Chicago, just on the possible off chance that they were going to run into Jesse Smollett. I mean, it's it's just a few steps away, folks, from Jesse Smollett said, little green men came out of a spacecraft wearing Trump hats and they attacked me. I mean, it's just completely you- nonsensical. And the sitting president and sitting vice president, and 95% of blue check news media were like, oh my gosh, this is an atrocity. By the way, I'm really disappointed that I can't even come up with a girl. Like, th- th- that's the world we live in now. Everybody's on Instagram. I always fall like back a- to my, my child, like, my, like, you know, teen crush was, uh, cause she was my age on Seventh Heaven. Remember that show? Jessica yeah. Beale. That was, was all. Oh, Jessica Beale was great. Yeah. Jessica Beale back in the day, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. There were all these girls you could point to. I don't even know who the girl, like, if you were 24 right now, who do you point to? I'm not even sure the answer. I mean, I'm too busy reading history books, Clay. I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, well. That's maybe a good sign. There are some strong voices in Washington, D.C. saying smart things, but there aren't enough of them expressing our thoughts and opinions. But AMAC is helping with that. You know AMAC. It's the Association of Mature American Citizens. AMAC has worked overtime in pushing back against the left. It's clear to both of us that they're in the fight and they're true believers. So many of the same conservative values we have, they share, believe in, and fight for. Our nation faces unprecedented challenges from election integrity and censorship to vaccine passports, mask mandates, and border security. The liberal response to adversity is always to strike down individual liberty and implement more government. Clay and I are members of AMAC. We join to support their efforts and we're glad to be able to speak of them here on the show. AMAC offers members exclusive benefits, a great magazine, and most importantly, a strong conservative voice on Capitol Hill. You're not alone. Stand with AMAC and us by joining today at amac.us slash freedom. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S slash freedom. Join AMAC today. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Final segment of the week, but you can take us wherever you may be going. I know spring break season is officially underway. I'm down here in Florida with my kids' spring break getting underway. And also, I know a lot of you are listening and watching to a variety of different uh, sporting events here as March Madness, although Buck has never filled out a bracket. We'll talk about that in a moment. Is officially underway. Uh, and will be Sunday. The bracket will actually be unveiled. I want to hit you with one detail. Uh, We talked earlier about Ron DeSantis standing up to Disney. The CEO of Disney has now fired back Bob Chappick, and this is turning into a bigger battle. He has apologized to his employees for not being aggressive enough 
on this Florida bill, and Disney has ended all political donations to all politicians, I think, in the state of Florida, to which many of you would likely say, good riddance. So that story may continue to build. We'll see what happens as we head into the weekend. Uh, But one of the things we're going to start doing now on Fridays for our VIP members out there who are, uh, we appreciate, by the way, you can go sign up for the VIP at clayandbuck.com. You can get access to a lot of cool VIP related endeavors as part of our 24-7 network, uh, including some videos of Buck and I behind the scenes doing the show. A lot of people writing in emails with questions, Buck, and many people were reacting to you saying that you couldn't drink beer because of celiac disease, and evidently there's lots of beer out there that people can consume. Lisa wrote in, remember, if you go to clayandbuck.com, become a subscriber, you can send us Mailbag Friday is now a thing. We might come up with a cooler name, or I don't know. I kind of like that name. It gets right to it, you know? Mailbag Friday always delivers. Uh, So you can write into us, and, and we'll read it here on air on Fridays. Lisa writes, I also have celiac. I've had it for 11 years, was a former beer lover. You should try Omission. It is real beer with the gluten removed. The owner of the company has celiac as well. And we've got a top four list. Omission, beer, light, pale ale, IPA, and lager. Glutenberg is apparently a thing. Redbridge and greens. A lot of gluten-free beers. I will tell you, I have tried gluten-free beer. Uh, Doesn't work for you? It's just not very good. And and maybe maybe I'm admitting also I I was never I don't know I was never that into beer I I was associated with drinking it out of a keg in a red solo cup when I was in college that was that was all we drank it was very cold at Amherst everybody was very inebriated that's what was going on what we're finding out here is that things that almost everyone in the Clay and Buck audience loves and does regularly Buck has never done football game college football huge overlap beer. I You're used to anti- I drink beer for 30 years. Anti-beer. Uh, and never filled out a bracket, which leads us to uh, this question from uh, William in Sacramento. Says, hey, Clay and Buck, next football season, or even March Madness, it would be great if you developed a team approach to football picks. Team Buck, Team Clay, where Buck could utilize the sports wisdom of listeners and even staff Uh, such as Mark, it's sad that my 16- and 11-year-old daughters would outpick Buck for any sport. So people are just throwing throwing elbows at you Hold on a second there, William from Sacramento. (laughs) My sports and international soccer club knowledge of tennis, of soccer rather, and of tennis is actually better than most teenagers, I will have you know. But for, yeah, the big American sports, I probably need a little producer. I mean, I'm sure Dub is great. Producer Mark, who was uh, my EP for years, he's a sports fanatic, man. So I got, I've got a ringer in the background, Clay. You guys better watch out. I might surprise you. So the brackets will come out, Buck, on Sunday. By Monday, when we come back to join everyone at 12 Eastern, we will have a bracket in front of you, and you can begin your research head-to-head, me versus Buck. I'm a longtime college basketball fan. I've filled out brackets for 35 or 36 years in a row. Buck has never filled out an NCAA tournament bracket. We're going head-to-head. We're going to see who can win just uh, the bracket excited challenge. excited for the steaks or burgers that you'll be buying for the New York staff here when I come out victorious with my first-ever bracket. I'm just excited the fact that I could actually walk into a New York restaurant for the first time in a long time starting on Monday. They're not going to require me to show my non-existent vaccine card. <laughs> Thank you. 
Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, I'm covered, no worries. Well, not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. That can be a lot of money for your family. But how do you know you're not being overbilled? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. Unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claims come in, HealthLock technology reviews the claim for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors so you pay only what you owe you can even have health lock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills to date health lock has helped its members save over 130 million dollars bottom line insurance alone isn't enough to save visit healthlock.com do it today before you see another health care provider that's healthlock.com Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast.